big beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fill in the Blank Podcast, where two friends create a fun and safe space to feel, heal, and navigate life together. Hi, Ayana. Hi, Kayla. How are you? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. I love when you say that. That's good. Really? Yeah. Oh. It's kind of becoming your thing. Oh, really? Because you've been saying fantabulous. I usually say fan fucking cabulous. I was about to say, you say Because I am fan fucking. Yeah, say it. Say it. Nope. Say it. French toast. (laughs) 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 For those of you who don't know, Kayla's uh, fasting from cussing this this month and hopefully for the rest of her life, according to her, which is not mine. Yes. I um, mean, not that I care about her cussing. I'm talking about for myself. (laughs) I'm not cussing i'm not drinking alcohol um the cussing thing actually is really not that bad like i catch myself it's the hardest when i'm listening to music oh because i was listening to tomorrow and i was like they said they can't and then i messed up and i was like oh no yeah so i don't know if i could ever do that it's hard i cuss a lot i i feel (laughs) like i cuss a lot more than what i realized i do but it's wild because, like, growing up, I never used to cuss like Girl, that at all. Look, and I've been cussing since I was like seven. That's crazy. And I'm not even kidding. That's I learned crazy. pretty quickly context. Do it not around adults <laughs> or do it around the right adults because they just found that shit funny. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I've just, I've been trying to watch my mouth, trying to expand my vocabulary in a more positive way. Well, every time you cuss now, I get to yell, Watch your mouth. Yes, you can. I like that. You definitely you. can. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it. What's wrong? Oh, yes. Watch my mouth. I'm going to watch my mouth. I'm not saying no cuss words. So just point at me and say, ooh, or watch your mouth. So Okay. Yeah. I get to be childish. Ooh. 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 Kayla said a bad word. (laughs) (laughs) But how has your week been? How, like, this is, for those of you all, obviously you all don't know, but this is the first episode that we are recording in the new year. Crazy. There has been some space and time in between. Two weeks. Yeah, in between our episodes. A lot has happened in two weeks. Yeah. What was happening the last time we recorded? Did Christmas even happen yet? Huh? Christmas hadn't even happened. Had Christmas not happened? No, Christmas happened. Christmas happened? It oh, was, yeah. New Year's just hadn't New happened. New Year's hadn't okay. happened yet. It was about huh? to. What? Oh, you're in the shadow. Yeah. <laughs> you were behind the oh, mic. Oh, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so New Year hadn't happened. Oh. You know what people want to know about. Man, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I had someone comment under my personal post, which hasn't happened yet. Like mm-hmm. someone com- talking about the podcast under my own pro- post. And uh, I posted something that had nothing to do with the podcast. And somebody was like, okay, but uh, that's nice. But you going to update, some- update us on Mexico? And I was like, dang. They nosy, girl. They right. want to know what's going someone on. Someone else commented, have fun with Jared in Mexico. Uh, no. <laughs> Wrong answer. <laughs> Y'all going to let you know, go. But <laughs> let it no. go. Let it go, please. Yeah, no, it was not Jared. It so was not Jared. Y'all will, could really release that. Was not, will be, <laughs> will not be Jared. Thank you. Okay. I'm so weak. Um. Anyways, how was your new year? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me Ooh, just get slapper, man. Let me just give an update. Um, okay. I didn't go to Mexico. Not you, but was she not the one saying I should go to Mexico? I was worried about your funds. I wasn't worried about look. You going I didn't to care about them funds. So that's what I'm saying. If you didn't care about them funds, I realized cool with you not going to Mexico. I realized the emotional risk of it was just not worth it. That's what I said to you at first. That's what I was like, just it's a free trip for somebody else. I don't, I don't want to yeah. go. But anyways, I didn't go to Mexico. I had a talk with this guy a day before, mm-hmm. and I was gonna say like, well, why don't we just like you know have one last little. Hoorah. But I realized mid conversation, I didn't want to do that. Yeah. Because he started showing his ass. Well, 
<laughs> big reason why you shouldn't win. He started showing his ass. Yeah, a lot of guys can't do that. They it's just the can't. Ego. It's the it's and that's what he gave me. I had an inkling that he was like a little bit more ego driven that I would have mm-hmm. liked. Um, but I hadn't quite seen enough yet. However, yeah. I decided in this situation to trust my instinct because mm-hmm. I've learned to do that more often now because I'll be right. Yeah. And I was right. Yeah. Anyway, so I didn't go to Mexico. I went to New York. How was New York? New York was great. Mm. <laughs> New York was great. Um, we love that. I voted for New York, so you I'm did. happy you went to New York. You vote. You voted for New York, and you were happy that you. Went I was. To New York. I'm happy I didn't go to Mexico, and I'm glad I chose to go to New York. Yeah, I had a really great time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop>. <laughs> I I'm cheesing with her. I'm over here like I was in New York. I was right here. I'm like, yeah. And what else? It was it was great. Um, I had a really good time. I was I was I felt the the, the entire trip. It just felt like a growing experience. It yeah. felt like a safe experience. It felt like a very comforting experience. It was just like it was it was phenomenal. I love that everything that you deserve. It's just I mean, what can I say? Things are falling into place. They really are. As we knew that they would. I mean, in the- I just didn't think this fast. Yeah, but that's how it happens. Like, it just happens when you are least expecting it and when you're not necessarily, like, on the hunt or yeah. the crowd. Like, I feel I was like you were just like, living your life. Yeah. That's how it happened for me. But I did realize, like, even just living my life, I was very intentional. And I was like, oh, this is a waste of time. Nope, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. I feel it. It's still being intentional, still putting out, that like, what you wanted to receive back. Yeah. But also not necessarily looking for the first guy that you yeah. dated to be your husband. Yeah, no. Yeah. That's um, real. Yeah. I love it. I mean, this yeah. is great. Also, another thing confirmed I learned about myself. Oh, yes. Please share. I'm a sapiosexual. For those of you who don't know what a sapiosexual is, Ayana, can you please explain? Because I didn't know before you told us. I am attracted to intellect, basically. But like it, it's beyond like, oh, I just love smart people. It's mm-hmm. beyond that. Like I could I could date someone that other people would find very physically unattractive mm-hmm. and I would find them ridiculously sexy if they had a really great mind. I knew this about myself before, but I didn't know the extent of it. Yeah. Um, you should share because um, I had you look up. Oh, what the statistics? The, yeah, the statistics behind it. It so, said 1% to 8% of people from 18 to 35 are sapiosexuals. Wild. So you're in like this little itty bitty tiny mm. group of people. It makes so much sense though when I look at my past relationships, the ones that didn't work and the ones, that, well, really the ones that I didn't feel invested in mm-hmm. or as invested in, I they just, I didn't. <laughs> and we're going to move on. <laughs> Oh, they, yeah. they just didn't feed your mind they in the way that you desired yeah, for your mind to be Yeah, I need my mind to be stimulated. Yeah. That's real. New York does that. Oh, I love that. And you know he's what? cute. And I find him very cute. So it's a plus Look, plus. the energy is positive. It's great. You guys feel it. I haven't even met. Not personally. New York. Yeah, we're just gonna say New York. I haven't met New York yet. Yeah, but I just feel like my blessing is like (laughs) there. I feel like this is safe. Yeah, this is this is positive. Is there a difference between like me with New York and me with Mexico? Yes. What? I told you this that Mexico felt lusty. Yeah. Right. Mexico felt like. Sex. And I was okay with that for a minute. And then I got <laughs> bored with it. I was like, eh, I don't like this. Yeah, it was just- it This was feels just, gross. Just lusty. <laughs> it just felt dirty. <laughs> I, I started to see over time that Mexico wasn't like as patient and mm. um, uplifting yeah. as what I think that you- need in the relationship. Not the way that he was, but not in the way that I yes, needed. Not it was just like assertive and yes, like that's, pushy. That is it. It's, it was very assertive and pushy. And you're not like that. At all. You're very, you're direct yeah. about what it is that you're trying to say, but not in a like, you better do da, 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 or I'm going to beat you up. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> this man did not say he was going to beat you up. We're going to delete that because yeah, we're, we're not I accusing just, the man. I just want to say. Yeah. Uh, it's just not. Domestic violence. 
but, need to get started. This is crazy. Yes. Okay. Wait, but you ain't say how's your week been? Oh, it's been good. I did nothing for New Year. I love that for you. You know, I just chilled. Asia came over and then um, Chloe and Joe ended up popping up randomly. Like they, they had, do that. Yeah. They had an event and then they were just like, okay, we're going to come over there. What y'all doing? So we saw them, which was nice. And we just kind of all chilled out. Asia knocked out on the couch in I the middle it. of all of us, like sitting oh, like there that, talking. Like I did that day. She literally just, no, she was in the middle of like still oh. talking with oh, us and Asia. she just went to sleep. So Asia. we were screaming. It's not like we was like quiet. We were just sitting around talking, but we were loud and she was knocked out. She said, I'm tired. So we just took care of her. We was like, okay, let's Did she even get to the countdown? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. She made it past the countdown. Oh, okay. She made it. Past That's the an countdown. accomplishment. I'm proud of you. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. that was cool. And then um, Marcus and I like sat down. I think that was the next day, and we just wrote out our goals. And I did something different with writing my goals out this year that mm. I really liked. Yeah. Um, I wrote them like first of all, I wrote it to God. Like gave my goals to God, and I wrote them in a way as if they had already happened. So okay. I was like, thank you, God, for allowing my finances to be abundant because I, I take care of the things that you give to me. It's so like manifesting. Yeah. Almost. So I kind of manifested it and spoke in terms of this is already mine. Like I believe I like it that. to be true because I know what God desires for me and mm. what I desire for myself. And I know that it's coming into fruition. So I had Marcus and I write our goals out like that this year, which was really nice. And we always do like a reflection. So we write out like our lows from the year, our highs from the year, and then we write our goals out for the next year. So, I love yeah. that you guys do that. Yeah. It's a it's an annual thing. We've never been outside on New Year's. It ain't on shit. Ain't nothing outside. Yeah, no. But sweaty, drunk people. Yeah. I have no desire to do that. So mm. I really enjoy my, my New Year's ritual it's great mm. it's cool so yeah wait before we move on i just want to acknowledge how cute you look thank you you look Please stop <laughs> you look so cute thank you so guys i just also decided in this new year that i am going to be on top of my stuff the things that i uh am gifted with i want to really invest in my passions and i know that i enjoy fashion i know i enjoy modeling and I'm going to be doing those things. You should just start doing uh, what they do, OOTD for every I, episode. Yeah, that. so that's what Asia and I were saying. Like, I'm going to push myself that's to like, you know. That's confirmation. So that's I wish we, we had enough room. Pictures. I'd make you stand up and turn around. <laughs> They'll see it because that's why we took all those pictures. So oh. I'll, I'll drop the OOTD of the fill in the blank episode. I love that. Yeah. yeah. So... That's that's one of the goals for the year to just like really get back into the things that that you desire, you mm-hmm. love, you your passion. Yeah. Things yeah. that you're good at cuz you're really good at those things Thank too. Thank you. Okay. All right, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's move on. <laughs> Not me poking my lip out. For real. <laughs> so today's episode is going to be a production by moi. I have found this topic that I brought up to y'all probably about like a month ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just like one day I was scrolling on Facebook and it was uh, like a list of TED Talks that you should watch. Mm-hmm. And one of them caught my attention because it was about grit mm-hmm. and the power of grit. Um, so this TED Talk is by Angela Lee Duckworth um, and it's called Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance. Mm-hmm. And it's also a book. As you, I saw the book. Yeah, you saw the book and you sent it. I was like, oh, that's confirmation that we need to do this episode. Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to start with giving the definition of grit. What would you first define grit as? Like if you had to... Perseverance. Perseverance. Mm-hmm. Okay. So grit by definition via Google is <laughs> courage and resolve, strength of character. So I thought that was interesting, like the strength of one's character. Like I thought that was inter- the strength of care. I I don't think I ever would have called it strength of character. However, I would have thought that it is a representation of strength of character. Yes. Like resilience. Exactly. Like resilience. But it's saying like, because everybody obviously has character in mm. some form or fashion. So it's saying that 
how strong are your characteristics that mm. are defining to you that defines if you are a person that has grit or lack thereof. Mm. So I thought that was interesting. So what would you define as your character? If you had to pick three defining attributes to your character, what would they be? <laughs> Resilient. Mm -hmm. I think as much as I hate that word and it haunts me, mm -hmm. it has to go in there. Mm -hmm. um, kind. Mm -hmm. I think I'm an overall very kind person. Uh, what's the characteristics that, that, that includes my very decisive directness? Mm. Insightful. That's I would say more so about more so about like honesty, like your I'm truthful, an honest person. Yeah, your truthfulness. There we go. Oh, I also forgot to add. Uh, character is the mental and moral qualities distinctive to an individual. Hmm. So, like okay. you said, those are the things that are distinctive to you, like your kindness, your your truthfulness um what was the last one you said you said resilience and the resilience so mine I put down compassionate so it helps in my connection with others I'm meant to help other people so I have to be sensitive to the feelings and battles that others faith face and I think that this is my strongest trait out of the three that I'm gonna say mm. um I kind of tried to think about like how strong are these characteristics that I find as defining characteristics to myself mm. uh and I think that's the strongest one the other ones are shaky so <laughs> the next one is leader I think that I could connect with many and bring out strong suits that aid in teamwork however I can resort to allowing others to lead and not fully stepping into this power I think when I think leader I think you lead by example so you're more inspiring mm, that's good I think you're the inspiration of who you are is yeah. what leads people. Aww. It guides people. Yeah. That that really helps to put things into perspective. The last one I put is honesty. So I speak my mind in truth because of the gravity of my emotions. I can work on not only being honest when I'm in a space of emotional overload, but always. I am conscious of how my honesty can impact others, but I need to grow comfortable in honesty always. Oh, like, I was trying to get what did I say? By your own um, I need to grow comfortable in being honest always since I feel confident in my communication skills. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes I resort to withholding some of my personal emotions about things because, because that compassionate is like, yeah, it's stronger than that part. So I'm like, oh, I could take it. Like, it's I cool. will say that is probably your strongest characteristic. Yeah. Is you are a very, very compassionate, like empathetic person. Yeah. And I'm very sensitive to others' emotions. Yeah. Like, I'm constantly putting myself in other people's shoes. So I walk through life very like, Okay, let me like make sure I'm doing something that is like co considerate of this person and what mm -hmm. they're going through at the time. And then I always think about like, how would I want to be treated yeah. in this situation? Yeah. So, yeah, that is definitely my strongest, but I want to be able to strengthen the other two as well. Find the balance. Yeah, and find the balance in them. And yeah. being able to not let one overtake the other characteristics that I, love I have. That. Yeah. I love that. Yep. So, okay, wait. What? Are, where are we at? Wait, Hold random on. question. What do yes. you think out of my three is my strongest? Ooh. <laughs> Kayla. Because <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. Okay. Kind, resilient. I really think there is something so unique and that I haven't been able to like see in other people and the way that you are able to be honest and share your truth in a direct way, but it's still respect, like respectful of other people. Mm. A lot of people like directness can be confused with bluntness, mm. you know? I used to say I was blunt, and then I realized I'm not a blunt person. You're not. I'm just a very direct You're person. very direct, and you you find a way to be able to share what it is that you're thinking in the moment, but still being, like, compassionate and sensitive to what the person is going to feel. Yeah. It's just, it's very, like, I haven't 
been able to see someone to have that type of balance before. So that's really unique about you. And I think that that's definitely one of your your strongest. Okay. What do you feel like is your strongest? No, I would agree with that. You think so? I think I am hyper resilient, but I don't think that's mm-hmm. like, that's that's not, that was something built out of trauma. Yeah. <laughs> like that, I didn't choose to be that. Mm-hmm. I just have to be. Yeah. Um. So I would go with the honesty thing. So do you think with knowing your strongest characteristics, mm-hmm. do, would you define yourself as a gritty person? No. No. Why not? I don't, even when I took the grit score, I knew I would have a low grit score. Mm. Because this is where I realized there is a huge difference between grit and resilience. Mm-hmm. I'm a very resilient person. Mm-hmm. I do not have grit. Okay. So so the difference, grit, perseverance, resilience is the ability to bounce back. Right. I do a lot of bouncing back. Yeah. Because I don't have consistency and perseverance. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot. Like I can bounce back, mm-hmm. but I can't stay consistent enough to not have to bounce back. I feel it. I think that. When I so just so you all know, like we were gonna get to this, but I'll share it now since you brought it up. We took the grit assessment mm-hmm. that is paired up with um the book and the TED talk that Angela Lee Duckworth created. And I thought that I was gonna have a very low grit score. Really? I really did. And I think that sometimes I see myself in a light that is not true to accurate. who I am. Yeah, yeah. And when I was answering the questions, like I was trying to be very thoughtful about things that I do mm-hmm. and the follow through on things that I do that I am passionate about and that I care about. So I kind of took it from that perspective. Like, I definitely know that I'm not gritty in general, not across the board, because mm-hmm. if it's things that I don't care to do or finish, Things that aren't your goal. Yes. But that that's but that's the thing. Grit is the the perseverance in your goal. Right. So when I took it, it helped me to realize that I am grittier than I thought because there are so many things that I do that require my perseverance. Yeah. Like being in grad school, like that's a marathon. That's a uh, hello. So even you build like the modeling uh thing, I'm telling you that like you are a very gritty person. Which is crazy. You may complain the entire time. Oh, I'm going to complain. You may even <laughs> like not do an assignment, but over, like, you may lose a battle, but yeah. the entire war, like, you're going you gonna to win that. Yeah. And I did not see myself in that light yeah. until I took the dang on thing. Yeah. And my grit score was 3.3 on a scale of zero to five. So it's 30% higher than American adults. And like that was like two point something. A two point something? Yeah. Asia, you just you just took it? Mm-hmm. Do you finish? Yeah. What'd you get? 3.7. A 3.7. Oh, come on, grit. Come on, grit. Come on, gritty. Yeah, gritty. no, that's high. That's high. Ariel, did you take it? No. Well, it <laughs> makes me wonder what does the resilience uh thing look like? Is that what is the resilience based off of? Like the the trauma that people have been through? Because that would be my assumption. We could look up resilience. The resilience score. You like how do you weigh resilience? I, it has to be through trauma, right? Resilience, the capacity to withstand or to recover quickly from difficulties, toughness. Hmm. So, like you said, it's the bounce back. Yeah, which you say that you could do. Hey, I a got lot. the bounce back. So that's. The grit, the grit is, is the perseverance. Like if you're in a difficult situation and it's something that like. It's hard to do that you're going to push through that. It's like resilience. Resilience is uh, having to jump in again when you backslide. Yeah. Grit is not backsliding. It's pushing through. Look, like, look at <laughs> did that was that was that better in, in terms? See, I got yep. you. You got to speak her language. Yeah. I got you. That's it. Yeah. Oh, look. <laughs> she, she said she. <laughs> she. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to be gritty because it's a lot of stuff. It really is. That, it, But the thing that she was explaining in this TED Talk, I guess I could go into like what the TED Talk was mm-hmm. talking about, was she was just explaining that the most successful people, and she's speaking in terms of kids, so she conducted a study with CPS kids Mm -hmm. and she's talking and CPS for those of you that are in other places is not child protective services in Chicago. It is Chicago public schools. Oh, she did Chicago. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. Isn't that crazy? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. So at least that's what I think she was talking about because she was saying she's a teacher. So oh, okay. I assumed CPS as in Chicago Public Schools. Okay. Um, so she was talking about how the most successful of students are not the ones with the highest IQ scores mm-hmm. or the ones that are just like excelling and rocking stuff out in the classroom. And she was wondering, what, like, what was this gap? Um, and the gap was that the students that are going to do the best are the ones that have grit Mm -hmm. and talking about how do we make our kids grittier to be able to complete tasks, follow through and to be able to move forward, to be the best versions and most successful people that they can be in life. She didn't have that answer. Did she? No, she didn't. She, she said that we are still trying to figure it out and it's, it's a process there. Like the video ended with her saying that she does not have the answer. How to how be to, to be I need grittier. to know the answer. So I'll give you my key takeaways. Um, like I said, the strongest performers didn't have the highest IQ. Education is lacking understanding, teaching students motivation mm. from a psychological perspective. Mm. So doing well in school and life has more to do with ability to learn quickly and easily. Um, her grit definition was passion and perseverance for very long-term goals, having stamina, sticking with your future day in and day out, living like like a marathon and not a sprint. You know what I just randomly thought of? What? I wonder if there's a difference in grit scores in kids in the U.S. and kids overseas. Because I, be- I know the schooling over there is different. I'm sure. It's very like very external motivation here where it's grades based. Like mm-hmm. there's no basically no internal motivation unless the kid just naturally has a passion for something like math or reading or, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there would be a difference. I can 100% agree that if we looked it up and we could come back next time and share what we find, but I'm pretty sure that Kids overseas are grittier kids than the kids in the U.S. I feel like the American school system is just like... It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. And just the way that um, this, like the generation is today Mm. and the expectations that they have, it's more so based on gratification. Yeah. And so if they don't necessarily have like long-term goals. And this is another topic that I actually wrote down just about like the microwavable generation of wanting things like fast and quick. I'm a victim myself. How how do you then develop grit in people that want everything quick, want everything fast when it's a marathon and not a sprint? Yeah. They are satisfied by the sprint, by the doing something and being able to be gratified with the success in the short term. Oh, you know what that also makes me think of? What? How like the older generation could stay at a job for 20 plus years. Man. We could not do that. Never. (laughs) We could not do that. I just could never imagine. I can see myself doing something long term that I create for myself. Yeah. I cannot see myself doing something long term that somebody else has created. An example of my lack of grit. Mm Mm-hmm. The current job that I'm at, mm-hmm. I have to stay there for three years in order to be able to, oh shoot, it's something about my benefits, 401k or something. Yeah. Look, I don't know. I do, all I know is it's good for my retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm supposed to stay there for at least three years. Yeah. I, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. I mean, it's hard. It's It's really difficult. And I think that there has to be some other defining goal attached to- an like, internal motivation goal. Yes. Because I think that my I've gotten grittier working at the job I'm at right now. Because you've been there for a few years. I've wanted to leave every day. But I knew that I couldn't leave because of grad school. So I had an another factor. But it makes me wonder, did you get grittier or were you always this gritty, which is why you stayed? No, because I used to quit jobs left and right. <laughs> oh. So. Oh. I mean, I think that, and that's what I'm saying, like, gritty with things that I need to do. Hmm, I feel you. But in terms of things like what you're talking about, stay at this job for three years and we'll give you X, Y, and Z, I'd be like. That don't sound nice. If I'm miserable coming here every single day, I'm out. Because somebody else can give me that too. Get somebody else like, to do it. this ain't special. Like, other jobs have 401ks, yeah. you know? So it's just, 
I, I think that this job definitely made me grittier because I haven't been able to leave like I tried to go. Mm. And I can't because I know what my goal is with grad school and finishing up my program. And that has allowed me to push through and to give me something to like, yeah, to look forward to. Okay. With the job. Come on, strong character. Girl. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Who did this? I love that. <laughs> Who is this you. imposter? I mean, I'm happy though because it's something that has gone against what I've heard about myself my entire life. And I feel like people have like defined me as lazy. Really? Or pe- I, I do. I feel like my whole life I've battled feeling what? incompetent, like feeling like because of the fact, just think about not lazy in the sense of. The things that I've done outside of the things I'm su- supposed to be doing. Quote so unquote. like school. Mm. School is a place that I've always been lazy. Oh, I see what you mean. Because I have not I have not always put my best foot forward. Mm. And I have been defined as a coaster. Like the type of person that like I figure out what is just enough to do oh, so I can I get like by that. and just kind of like... Sail through. I feel like terminology is so important. I feel it like is. lazy wouldn't even define that though. I've maybe unmotivated. Yes, it's a better way, yeah. but it's it's constantly rang in my mind, oh. and I've had to like overcome the idea that I'm incompetent or I cannot complete things that I began and oh. that whole thing. Hey. So, well, you did that. Yeah, you know, we here now. <laughs> we here and we Lily. doing the dang on thing. You did that. I wanted to say the other word, but I said dang on. That damn on thing. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so weak. Okay, so we can get back to where we left off at. I was sharing some of the key takeaways, but um do you Okay, so do you think that is it is this practical like for someone to already have grit or do you think that this is something that's developed over time? We kind of just talked about that, like how it was for me, but. I feel like some people can, and well, I won't say be born with grit, but I think some people can be, have characteristics of just being so strong-willed yeah. that it's easier for them to develop grit. Mm-hmm. What do you think it takes for someone who is not a strong will to become gritty? Look, I don't know the answer. Otherwise, I would be gritty, right? (laughs) Shit. Shit. I think, yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't even answer that. I think it goes back to- Shoot, you answer it. You're grittier. (laughs) You said, don't ask me. I don't know. Teach me something. (laughs) For real. Um, I think, though, it really, like, the main thing is the passion part. You think it requires passion? I think it requires passion. I feel that. I can't do anything without being passionate about it. Like, that's why I'm like, all the areas of my life that I have not been a gritty person is things that I have lacked passion and interest in. Mm. And the places that I can define myself as gritty or feel like the reason why my score came out the way it did is because right now at this point in my life, I'm doing things that I'm passionate about that will make me see myself more in the light as somebody who has grit. Okay. So I think it just truly takes passion. I think that it's so important that people do the things that they are passionate about in order for them to feel connected to run a marathon instead of a sprint. Anything else? Because I feel like that don't work for me either. You don't think it works for you? I love this podcast, but if all y'all said, let's not film today, I'll be like, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> but I don't know. I mean, I think that that's, that's the case for people who may be passion-filled people, but that's why she said the other side of it is like the passion and the perseverance. Yeah, I'm not a very passionate person. Yeah, we know that. I just look. I'd be co- look. I am a coaster for real. I just be co. I'll be like you know whatever, whatever that happens, happens. But what is that for you? Like for you to. So with you saying that you love the podcast, like this is something that you love. What separates like the love and the passion for you? Like are those two different things in your mind? Love and passion. Yeah. No. So then you're passionate. Okay. <laughs> sure. But when, when I think passion, agree? I think more intense though. 
Like you think that that's a more intense vocabulary word to des- to describe a feeling. Well, then now it makes me wonder: Am I passionate about anything? You don't think so? No. So you think you just go through life? Yeah. Passionate about stuff, you'd be like, "Oh, I like this." I'm like, "Yeah, this. I like this." But if it came time for you to have to like a defining moment for you to push through something, you don't think that you would without help? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> It makes oh, yeah, me wonder though, if I started my master's, like, what would that go like? But I feel like that's different because I would want to be a marriage. Do you know I but got? That's what do I'm you know s- I got confirmation from my therapist that I would be a good therapist. Would you go back to school for it? And that was so affirming for me because I remember when I was talking to it? Jared about it. Jared scoffed at me when I said I would be a good therapist. What? Yeah, and I think it like it did something to me. I was like, well, maybe I wouldn't be. I don't know. Maybe maybe I am judgmental. You better stop it. That's not true. I mean, as a count, like I'm not gonna say counselors need to be ju- uh, judgmental because you are supposed to be unbiased. But you are judging. But you're in some you're sense. judging and assessing situations constantly. I don't think, yeah. In order to pull something out of your client, there's some part of it that you have to be critical. Yes. You would make. A I great would love counselor. to be. I would love to. So be would a you go to, back to school? I I do want to go back to school. I just don't want to pay for it. <laughs> but okay, so if you found a way to get it paid for, and you went back to school. You feel that you would be passionate enough about that end goal of being a marriage and family counselor that you will be able to push through like a three-year program. Oh, three years isn't that bad. I feel like I could do it. Look at my face. It's not that bad. <laughs> Look, face. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are Look you at me. I'm I'm in sure? jail <laughs> behind my eyes. Help me. <laughs> Girl, yeah, I don't know. That three years feel like doing undergrad oh, all I over bet. again. I, I pull, but I kind of want that. But so that might be something. I'm not gonna lie. I think that that's something that you are passionate about. It goes back to what you were just talking about. You're passionate about education, like learning, intellect. Oh shit, that's something that you really care about and growth. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> um, yeah. So you would agree? I guess so. So that means that what would make you a grittier purpose is person, not purpose. What would make you a grittier person is to be able to do things that feed into you educating yourself more hmm. and learning. Okay. Well, this is going to be something that I'm going to have to dive into. This is an experiment. This is an experiment. My life is This an is my hypothesis. Bitch, my life is an experiment. <laughs> my whole life. This is a hypothesis that I have. So oh, we'll just see. Maybe I'll just go back to school just to test it out. <laughs> and and I did say, though, I, 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 so I had a talk with my accountant. He was like, I know you're fine. You don't have to freak out. And I was like, but I feel like I'm not fine. He's like, no, you're okay. Oh, so he's saying that you could do it. Not go back to school, but just saying my finances are okay. Oh. But I decided after I paid my credit card debt, I was like, well, this year I'm going to save up for school. Yeah. I think um, you should do it. I think I've been that saying something for years, you will really though. enjoy. I've been saying for years that I was going to go back and I still haven't gone back. And I think that alone you said for me that when is I discouraging. First met you. I know. And I feel like the fact that I keep saying I haven't done it, I feel like it's discouraging for me. No, but. But I also didn't have the funds. That's what I was going to say. It's not that you just haven't gone back. You've had a, a real reason. Grad school is expensive. It's yeah. a lot of money. So it's not like you just pay $2 and go back to school. So yeah. if it was that, you would have been did it. Yeah. So I think that, I think that's what it is for you. And I think for you to have the grit and perseverance, even with like the podcast to make you like, oh no, like I'm excited to record is being able to like bring topics to the table that are things that feed into your mind, like things that you enjoy to learn about or talk about. Oh God! Yes, sorry. Yes, yes. Sorry, I just you thought, tapped out. I just no. I just thought about. Well, first, I, I, I. Yes, for a second, I did. I'm not gonna lie. I got, I got distracted first because I was like, damn, I'm sweating. I was like, is it because I'm it the topic of conversation? Here. Um, but I will say, when I was in school and I started taking psychology classes that I genuinely enjoyed, mm-hmm. I was passionate about those. Yeah, I was very passionate about. It those. just takes you finding what is the passion thing so we're gonna see so maybe i'm right maybe it is more why is he laughing i don't know no laughter no fun (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> the man can't cackle. No cackling. Um, but we want to test it out. Give me a year. Two. Yeah. Give me two years. Two years. Okay. I think it's the passion thing, though. I think so too. Yeah. Okay. Give me two years. We'll test it out. Okay. What else did I not talk about? So we'll definitely circle back to see if our hypothesis might be correct. <laughs> but I do think that you are just very passionate about information yeah. and learning new things. So before we move on, though, um, and wrap up, I wanted to share um, like when I started researching about this topic and then the word character came up. It made me think about, we had this poster in my elementary school mm -hmm. and I remember it to this day because I used to just read it all the time. You know how like you have posters in your classrooms and you'd be like, dang. And it was so deep. It was in my eighth grade classroom. And now I can appreciate it so much more because I'm older. What and so it says, watch your thoughts, they become your words. Watch your words, they become your actions. Watch your actions, they become your habits. Mm. Watch your habits, they become your character. Watch your character, they become your destiny. Oh, that's good. Isn't that good? That's good. And so I would read that when I was in eighth grade and be like, like I would understand the beginning half, but then the last half I was like, huh? character, destiny, huh? <laughs> but I think that it's just... It's a good place for like to leave you all, everybody that's listening with that, just a reminder of like how everything has a trickle down effect. Like yeah. what we think and then what we say and then what we do becomes who we are as a person yeah. and where we're, the paths that we're heading down and all of that. So that makes me think about something that my old pastor used to say about how people think that the most transformative moments in your life are these big these big moments but in reality it's the small everyday decisions that you make mm -hmm. that actually make up your entire life not these big transformative things oh it's so true yeah it's so true it's all about the little actions yeah. because they become the big things that happen in your life they become the habits the habits and then they become the whatever the hell you said or whatever <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Okay, are we doing the... Oh, wait. What? What? Oh. What? Oh, there was something else I wanted to share. What was it? Okay, so I did further research about, like, because she talked about um, part of what can help people become grittier is seeing what happens to our brains when we fail. Oh, I love this. Okay. Yeah. So um, I did some research about it. I looked up what happens to our brains when we fail. Mm -hmm. Um. And I found an article uh, called What Happens When We Fail. And the thought process we engage in after failure can strengthen or diminish our ability to succeed in the future in future endeavors. So when we experience a win, our brains release endorphins, so dopamine and serotonin, that encourages us to do the task again. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, when you're good at something or when you enjoy something, you're like, okay, I want to do that again. Mm -hmm. And then when we experience failure, our brains release uh cortisol and don't stress leave hormone. Hmm? the stress hormone yeah and don't i i just had a brain fart like i couldn't <laughs> say the word i said mm, cortisol okay and don't leave us with feelings of acceptance and safety mm. so that just when i read that i was like yeah so that's why like in school when i would not do well on certain things i'd be like ooh, like I just i'm not good at that mm. like i just i'm not gonna even try to do that again because i'm not good at that mm. So when we dwell on outcomes, it strengthens the neural pathways that support us not feeling accepted and safe. So we need to rewire our brain to get used to succeeding by setting goals that help us have frequent recognition, feedback of incremental progress. Okay. So when we reach goals, this will release dopamine that create feelings of satisfaction, increase motivation, curiosity, perseverance, and memory. So the key thing to this that was in this article was setting goals that you actually like. So like, mm. don't set these big old goals that it's like you're doing things that you don't enjoy or they're so overarching that include so many mini goals that mm -hmm. it's unattainable for you to achieve in a set goal. I have that like, issue. Yeah, I do that too. And I've been trying to just give myself smaller goals on a daily, mm -hmm. you know, on a daily basis so that I feel more encouraged to power through whatever the thing is. Yeah. So, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Um, I'm trying to see if it was anything else that was interesting about it, because I wrote down a whole bunch of notes. 
Um, I literally said that, that I overwhelm myself with goals that don't allow me to have feelings of success. So when feeling stressed by past failures, make, oh, this was good. Um, they recommended when feeling stressed by past failures, make a list of stresses you're under, then separate in two groups, what you can and cannot control. I love that. Yeah. I, I love that. That's good, right? I think, uh... Over the past year, I also learned uh, to focus on the things that I can control. Mm-hmm. Because I think before I was like so focused on like other people's behaviors when in reality, I can't control that. Yep. So I just... I do that a lot with my students when um, they're under stress. And I didn't realize it until I read this. I was like, oh, I do this with them already. Mm-hmm. Um, and I asked them like, okay, what are things that you actually can control in this situation? Mm-hmm. And then they're like, oh, this, this, and this. And I'm like, and what can't you? And so then it helps to kind of put in perspective for them the things that they need to put their energy in to shift or change their situation that. instead of the things that are like beyond their control. I love that. Yeah. So I just have to remember to do that for myself as well. Shoot, do that for me too. Yeah. <laughs> we can hold each other accountable. Like in moments where we're under stress, it would be good for us to okay. maybe like ask each other, what what are these things can you actually control? I don't know why, but I just had to urge to go like this. <laughs> you know, I'm down for any reason for us to <laughs> hold hands. Look, pinky me. I love that. Okay. So yeah, that was my topic. Any thoughts that you want to end with or share about things? No. About I, grit? No, I think I think I mean that was a really good topic. Thank you. And I learned quite a bit about myself. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So yeah, you all have to share with us, you know, what it is that Oh, we oh, have crap. to crap. What? <laughs> I didn't say something else. What? Um, <laughs> I mean, I just had so many notes down that I was trying to you cut had some like of it four out. Four or five yeah. pages of notes. But uh, they were talking about how uh, the the one thing that she thinks can help with being grittier is growth mindset. And I know we talk about growth mindset a lot. Hello. So. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I was just talking to my therapist about this because I was telling her how like the difference between like me knowing like New York is a good fit for me. And she's like, well, how do you know? And Mm -hmm. I was like, I, well, you know how I do this thing where I just start rambling. And then in the end, I'm like, okay, this is what it is. Cause I'm (laughs) thinking. You have to gather your thoughts. I'm thinking out loud. Yeah. It's growth mindset. Mm Mm-hmm. It's essential. Yeah. And and I think that also goes into my, my, my passion for like learning. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want to share with people who don't know what growth mindset, what it means? Yeah. So there's there's two kinds of mindsets you can have. You can have fixed mindset or growth mindset. These are Mm -hmm. actual psychology terms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Growth mindset, you're a lot focused on, um, you know, learning and and successes, but also failures. You know, what what can I learn from this? And you pick it up and, you know, try again, trial and error. Fixed mindset is 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 I mean it's fixed it's Mm -hmm. very fixed like very people who have fixed mindset typically are like well this is me type of thing and And there's no expansion yeah there's no expansion there there's no there's no insight there's no learning uh it's just like it is what it is yep that's it no desire to want to be better or discover ways that they could be better versions of themselves yeah no proactiveness around it they're just like they just are yep and then growth is the opposite. Yeah. Where you seek out like, well, how can I grow? How can I be better? Desiring. Desiring. Yeah. To be better. And it and it, and it really does like infiltrate every aspect of your life. Yeah. Wanting to constantly evolve. Yeah. Which is really good. God, I need that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, guys, let us know your thoughts. Like, let us know where you're at. And if you, um, we'll link the assessment so yeah. that you can take it and take your you can see how gritty you are and share with us like what experiences maybe have made you a grittier person yeah do that now. help me learn yeah um the test what it takes five seconds yeah it's really quick it's only like five questions on it so yeah i was actually shocked yeah i thought it was gonna be longer but it was real quick it was real quick it was yeah. easy yeah so yeah i guess we need to talk about what is our Fill of the week. Fill of the week. I have a fill of the week. Share with us. Do you know who Coco Jones is? Yes, I love her. Do you know I'm just now discovering her? She's a superstar. <laughs> <laughs> there are only a few people I would define as a superstar. Honestly, and I Coco mean, Jones she's is an one. actress. Yes. And she's an artist. Yes. 
But I literally just discovered her. First of all, first of all, two things, two things. Oh, because you watched Bel Air. That's but like, I didn't. Okay, so I watched Bel Air. Yeah. And it was a good show. It's so good. New right? York made me watch it. I it's was like, so this shit good. is good. I'm ready for season two, but I hope that it comes back because you know they canceled Will Smith. So uh, it's going to come back. I hope so. Because I feel like it's beyond. Season Will. one has been out for quite a while. It's beyond with Will no Smith season at two. This point, I feel like. Oh, no, I it's hope. not beyond him. It's so good. Isn't he one of the directors or something on the oh, show? Oh, just take him off. <laughs> Look, they can't take him off. I want to I wanna see it. Um, anyways, so I watched that and it was so good. Yeah. But also, uh, I discovered this song. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, you know, songs were just like on shuffle. And uh, I was listening to it. I was like, oh, I really like this song. And I see it's called I See You by Coco Jones. I'm like, who's this? And then literally two days ago, my Spotify pops up and her picture pops up. And I go... Is that the girl from Bel Air? Mm-hmm. So I literally discovered both of her talents in like one weekend. That's crazy. crazy. I love Coco Jones. But I see you. That's, that's my fill of the that's week. That's it? That's my sh- That's it? That's it. I love it. I'm trying to think because I have binged so many shows that my brain does no longer functions the way it did prior to. And I can't even remember what I watched. Honestly. And I enjoyed them all. Th- oh, I did watch The Circle. Uh. Hold on. (laughs) I really like The Circle this season. Last season, I did not like it, but I like this season of The Circle. So they they have me. Really? Yeah, I legit haven't seen this. I don't know what season this is. I can't remember. Oh, didn't they bring Shuby back? Yeah, they did. Oh, sorry. Sorry. My bad. Spoiler alert. Yes, they did. I only know because Natalie told me because she met him. She did? Yeah, she met. That's so funny. She's like, I'm going to watch it to support. Yeah. I I like The Circle. I've always said that if I was to ever go on reality TV, that would be the show that I would go on. I don't know how good I would be. I think you'd be good. I would have to talk to myself constantly. I mean, and I feel like I would just think in, no, I would, I think in my mind, like I talk to myself in my mind, not out loud. Oh, I talk out loud. (laughs) And you have to constantly just be, you know, they're probably looking for really animated people. I think I can be animated for sure. uh, But I would just have to like get comfortable with doing it out loud, you know? Yeah. I feel like I do it in the presence of others. When I'm alone, I'm not animated like that. I'm always talking to myself. When, when, uh, (laughs) Uh, When COVID, uh, when they said we couldn't wear masks no more, Mm -hmm. I had to keep catching myself because I would be talking to myself underneath that mask. Really? And then I would be like, once the masks weren't there, I'd still be, Ayanna, what the hell? And I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) Maybe I should go on a circle. Hey. Yes. Come on, Netflix. Circle, get us both. I mean, we could double and have an account together. Yes. Come on, Netflix. That would be so cool because they have, you know, every season they have somebody with two people running Oh, for real? Come on, Netflix. That would be so Y'all start funny. tagging Netflix. I would like, love that. Then I would really stuff. be animated because I would have you there with me. So I would be myself. Bro, we'll be we would be cool. hilarious. <laughs> circle. You heard it here first. Why do you keep saying Circle like they're our own Netflix. brand? Netflix. Circle. Well, the casting for the Circle, you know. Listen. Am I really? the plug? Them folks don't like me. They said I'm too clean for reality TV. What? Who said that? Circle is the perfect brand for that. Oh, yeah. True. Look at Shuby. He's just like a oh, normal that's guy. True. That's true. He's a normal guy. He won just by being himself. Literally. Okay. Netflix. <laughs> Let's go on the side. Let's go on Netflix. That would be so good. Okay. But yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, I went to see Avatar. Was it good? Oh, don't sh- don't tell me. I don't want to know. I loved the first movie. I love the first. I've seen it like five thousand times. I will say. Oh, my foot went to sleep. I won't. I won't spoil anything. Okay. Um, it just kind of like I think threw me off a little bit that like Wakanda and Avatar both had the sea people because you Uh, know this this um. Oh, I didn't watch that either. Oh, you didn't go see Wakanda? I didn't see, I didn't see Wakanda. Why do you keep calling it Wakanda? That's what it's called. Is it literally called Wakanda? The second one is called Wakanda. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Wakanda forever, I think. <laughs> it's not called Black Panther. Too. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, um, see people. Okay. Yeah, they both have. Oh, I didn't people. see it either. Go look at the trailers for both. They both have. Well, like, I did see somebody walking out of water for yeah, Avatar and for. Uh, yeah. Well, I saw people swimming in Avatar. I see people walking out of water. I for just Wakanda. want them to do something more with the storyline. Like when for you which s- for both for Avatar. Oh, okay. I was a little disappointed with Wakanda as well, but. That's neither here nor there. We're talking about Avatar. Um, okay. 
I think that they could have just did a little more with mm. the storyline. Like, of course, the graphics, everything looks amazing, like yeah. really cool. I enjoyed it. It wasn't that it lacked entertainment, but it just was that they could have pushed it mm. further, I mm. think. So okay. I'll explain more after you see I heard it. it was just like about colonialism. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. That's pretty much what it is. The and man's think, out to get us. Yeah, and I think that people are like upset about the fact that it had so many parallels to Wakanda, but like oh. Wakanda is like the 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 true, you know, version because it's like real black people <laughs> versus the white people. It was just I saw some TikToks and I was just like, I'm not even trying Boom. to get into all of this. Like I just want to watch the movie and be entertained. What's crazy is wasn't Avatar in um production before Wakanda Forever? Yeah, but they're Way talking before. about the people that created it and the fact that they have white people representing people who are like natives to a certain land so they're going deep and sometimes my brain doesn't want to go there because it takes the fun out of a lot of stuff it's it's yeah i just i didn't want to go that deep but i I understand where they're coming from i'm not saying that their point is mute or anything it's just that sometimes it's a lot i just wanted to watch the movie Sometimes. <laughs> and even still, you're like, eh, it's okay. Yeah, it just, I, I get where they're coming from, though, for sure. I but despite their it. point, even despite still. Their, even still, they like, could, like, I'm talking about the the plot yeah. development okay. of the movie. Aww. like. So does it look like they set it up for, like, a third one? Yes. Oh. And that's why I'm irritated, because I feel like they could have did something different to make the third one feel more interesting but it's gonna feel like it's just this the one same felt story like the, the a repeat mm. like that's kind of how this one felt too like a repeat of what we saw in the first one yeah i was about to say the first one was kind of like that, except it had more of a storyline well it was good because we hadn't seen it yeah you know? <laughs> but now i feel like i, I kind of watched yeah i feel like i watched the same movie again with like a I group of it. new new characters but it was the same thing and i feel like they're setting it up for the third one to be the same thing too. Yeah. Just like sequels of the same thing. Okay. So yeah. But you should still go see it. It's still worth Asia, the watch. you want to go see it? You haven't seen it? It's so Have long. Have you seen it, Ariel? Y'all want to go see it? It's three hours long. Three I'll go. hours? Yeah, it's three hours. You'll go with us? I'll go. Can we go skating? And, uh, that's too much. No, we can't go skating yeah, and see much. Avatar. Avatar is a full day production. We just got to see Avatar. Okay. But we're going to go skating. We could go see Avatar on a separate day. I've been saying this for months. We planned it. Oh, we did? It's in the calendar. It is? Yeah. No, we didn't. We picked a date. We did? Yes. (laughs) You might not have put it in there, but we picked a date. Anyways, uh, what is my fill of the week? I don't know. You don't know. I know what it is. My fill of the week is um, I picked the song that Marcus and I are having our first dance to. And I've been listening to that song on repeat. Are you going to tell us? or Yeah, I can tell you. What is it? Frozen by Sabrina Claudio. I don't know that song. Yeah. It's like, it's like perfect. But I know Sabrina Claudio was canceled. So please, y'all, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I understand. (laughs) But this is my wedding day and just let me have what I want. Wait, does Marcus like the song too? He does. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So Yeah. Um, that's my fellow of the week, that song. Okay. I've been listening to it on repeat. Okay. But I think we're done here. Yay! Affirmations? Yes. Actually, Affirm like the, us. Actually, I like the ones that you wrote, Asia. These are good. Asia wrote some affirmations for us. All right, you ready? Yes. My ability to conquer my challenges is limitless. My ability to conquer my challenges is limitless. My potential to succeed is infinite. My potential to succeed is infinite. Ooh, success is defined by my willingness to keep going. Ooh, Ooh, success is defined by my willingness to keep going. My grit. Come on, grit. Come on, grit. What I think I create. What I think I create. That's beautiful, Asia. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> I just want some thank Google. They went with the episode too. I'm so I dead. Really for them, so I picked good 
Yeah, oh, those were really those were good, good ones. Yeah. I like that. Okay, guys, affirm yourself. Say those out loud. If you're in the car, if you're at home, in the bed, wherever you are, just make sure you're affirming yourself too. But thank you guys for tuning in to another week of Fill in the Blank Podcast. Mm-hmm. We love chatting it up with you all. So make sure you leave some comments on the Instagram at fill in the blank underscore, the, oh, YouTube, the YouTube, fill in the blank podcast, the TikTok, fill in the blank pod. And then my Instagram is <laughs> at as told by dot Kayla and Ayana at Ayana dot Amore. We love you guys. Oh, Since yeah. this is our our first episode that we're filming, filming in the new year, um, share with us what you all want to see with see from us content wise. Like yeah. we are definitely in the works with the highly anticipated vlogs and <laughs> that we've been talking about. <laughs> I swear we're doing it. But it's it. coming. We're we're going to do a lot of stuff. We have a lot of stuff in the works. But what do you want to see the most from Fill in the Blank podcast this year? Topics or um, content-wise. And guests. And guests, yeah. Yeah. Shoot for the stars. Whoever it is that you want to see, say it, and maybe we can make it happen. <laughs> Shoot for the stars. All right, guys. We love you. Love Thank you, guys. you. We out. See you next week. Peace. Bye.